0: It's another episode of the Bridgeport's Own Podcast. I'm the host, Carlos Ortega. I got an intriguing thing to talk about in a few minutes. Plus, talk about a lot of interesting stuff happening in the wonderful city of Bridgeport. But once again, here is the one and only Mr. Billy Dockett. <laughs> What music do you listen to when you go into your car, at work, at home? What do you request on Alexa, Google, Siri, all that stuff? What music do you request? What music actually you want to hear, listen to? You will be, I wouldn't say astounded, but maybe intrigued by what music is being played on the air, it's astounding because it's just awfully good times to be listening to the music that I like to listen to. And according to The Atlantic, Ted Gioa, 70% of the music that's being played in the U.S. markets is being played what you might call old school, classic and whatnot. That's being played on the radio, believe it or not. That's what's being played. And I find it very amazing because you hear all these pop stations coming up, plain old radio. And you're hearing that being played on the radio. Her, BTS, Jonas Brothers, whoever, whoever is the flavor of the month in pop music. That's not what's being played. Old songs now represents 70% of the U.S. market. Even worse, the new music market is actually shrinking. So why is that? Well, it's simple. Old songs now represent 70% of the U.S. market. Those who make a living in live music, especially that endangered species music known as working musicians, should look at these figures and with the fear and trembling but the news gets worse yes the news gets worse for people who want to do new music with the new music market actually shrinking all the growth in the market is coming from old songs old songs think about that all these but goodies are making a comeback think about that for a moment 200 of the most popular tracks, new tracks, regularly account for less than 5% of the total music streams. That rate was twice as high just three years ago. Damn, that's a lot. That's a lot. The mix of songs actually purchased from consumers is even more tilted towards older music. The current list of most downloaded music tracks on iTunes is filled with names of bands from previous century, from the previous century, let me correct that, such as Credence Clearwater Revival and The Police. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it that these days people are now downloading Credence Clearwater Revival and The Police? I'm baffled by that. I don't know who's downloading it. I don't know who's uploading it, what have you, but I say this, I say thank you, because I have a friend named Jimmy Jackson, he always tells me, and I totally agree with him, that nobody knows about this music, nobody, why should they, it's what, 21st century, 2022, why should people listen to the things that we listened to way, way back in the day? But I find it very, very, very much having a smile on my face, just a big smile on my face. When you are a youngster going to the cash register and you hear the police message in a bottle, a hit from 1979, as it blasted on the radio a few days earlier, it was crazy. He had a similar experience at a local diner. The entire staff was 30, every song was more than 40 years old. He asked, The writer did. Why are you playing this old music? She looked at me surprised before answering, oh, I like these songs. That's what I want to hear. You'll want to hear them say, I love these songs. These are songs that people from way back when would be happy for people to say, yes, this is great music. And that's what I'm saying. Never before in the history have new tracks attained Hits status while generating so little cultural impact. In fact, the audience seems to embrace hits from decades past instead of successes. Always short-lived in the music business. Now even new songs have become bona fide hits. can pass unnoticed much of the population. And that's true. There are a lot of songs out there that you know I've heard on the radio. And this conversation will come up maybe in 40 years when I'm dead. It probably will and these songs will probably make a comeback like whatever songs is being played then or now or back then or in the future whatever it is only songs released in the past 18 months get classified as new think about that you release the song 18 months and it's now classified new rather than 60 year old ones but I doubt these are old playlists that consist of songs from a year last, and even they did, it will still represent of a pop culture industry which is almost entirely focused on what's happening right now. And that's true. What's going on right now is what's going on right now. Musically, that's what's going on right now. And that's it. Every week I hear from hundreds of publicists, record label, band managers, and other professionals who want to hype their newest thing. Their livelihoods depend on it. The entire business model of the music industry is built on promoting new songs. As a music writer, I am expected to do the same as our radio stations, retailers, DJ, nightclub owners, editors, playlist curators, and everyone else with skin in the game. Yet, all the evidence indicates That the few listeners are paying attention, considering the recent reaction to when the Grammy Awards was postponed. Perhaps I should say lack of reaction, because cultural response was little more than a yawn. (sighs) (laughs) I'm sorry I didn't do that. I did that. I'm sorry I did that. I follow thousands of music professionals. On social media, and they didn't encounter a single expression of annoyance or regret that the biggest annual event of the music industry has been put on hold. I added that word to that. Can you imagine how fans would feel if the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl were delayed? Fair point. Grammys are going to go missing in action. Hardly anyone notices. Can I just make a little statement on that? I don't watch the Grammys. I haven't watched the Grammys in years. It's a popularity contest. You know, you're going to get the new artist of the year and blah, 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 blah. And uh, here's the proof of evidence. The Grammys viewership dropped 53%. It was 18.7 million to 8.8 million. That's a lot of people that don't watch your shitty award show. Do what the Golden Globes does. Don't even show it. I mean, you're better off. Have a nice a little get-together, no cameras, no fuss, no fight, all that other stuff. Because nobody is watching you. Nobody are watching these award shows. Nobody. There are a lot of recommendations for people who can change the scope the music industry. A series of, a series of unfortunate events have been conspiring to marginalize new music. The pandemic is one of these ugly facts, but hardly the only contributor... Of the growing crisis here it's considering considering trends leading you know what's one of the leading trends to be honest about it about music old to new to be honest about it listenership you have a lot of new oldie stations out there except here in connecticut bridgeport doesn't have an oldie station but people listen to those stations they compare the music and they compare the sounds they know a difference they know why people listen to this music and plus advertisers use that as far as selling their products they don't use today's music somehow they use the music from the past and that's why it's not a knock against the new music of today it's not a knock against the jonas brothers btst or whatever they're called whoever's the flavor of the month musically that's how it is and people of my age and people are younger than i am love that music i'm happy to say very happy to say old school music is cool it's very cool get used to it and hopefully a radio station in connecticut would put an oldie station on <laughs> we'll have more after this
1: Make me so happy for the rest of my life Will you take me away, will you make me away B-Boy, yes, or no. no, no. no. Oh. Let me sleep on it. Baby, baby, let me sleep on it. Well, let me sleep on it.
0: away this past week in a blaze of glory and i know every radio station they had a competent program director played this like so many times beat that's classic that's what i'm talking about that's what they were talking about the writer from you know the atlantic about old school and new school music. But I want to talk about something else. Police commissioner, not commissioner, police chief A.J. Perez was released from jail in West Virginia during federal time because he decided to cheat, got caught. It happens. It happens in his line of work. And now he has to be probably in a, how would they call it? Hmm, in a halfway house. May have to look for a job. He can't be a police officer anymore. Can't get into law enforcement if he wants to be in law enforcement. Can't do that anymore. So, what is there for AJ Perez to do? Well, I think he's got a lot of money in the bank. He could probably get Social Security. I'm not trying to be harsh about this, but it's to God's honest truth, he's going to get out of jail. He's, what, 66? What is there to do in all seriousness? You committed a crime, you did your time, okay, what do you want to do? What does he want to do with the rest of his whole life ahead of him? That's the thing. Because if he's going to think that law enforcement is in the cards, he's sadly mistaken. He really is. I just can't see A.J. Perez going back and getting into law enforcement and thinking that people are going to take him seriously. Hey, look, Mayor Ganim gave him the job, gave him the job to be the ultimate chief of police of the city of Bridgeport. And as I said a few years ago, this is going to be a problem and it became a big problem. And the problem now is that he got caught, went to jail. Now he's out. Now he's out. And guess what? What does he do with his life? I think he's going to, just my advice. I don't know what he's going to do, but just my advice just stay home don't get into law enforcement just me just just me you're at the a social security and so forth and i don't know what the state's going to do with your pension that's between you and the state but don't get into law enforcement anymore don't doesn't ring a smattering of how you should go out you should just you know fold your cards i'm not, I'm not saying you can go out and get a job he could I'm not saying he can't do that, but law enforcement's not in his cards. It isn't. There are a lot of things that are not in his cards right now. and That's one of them. And it's law enforcement. That's his life. Maybe move to another state. I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not telling AJ Perez what to do, but there are options. There are a lot of options out there. And one of those options is, you know, just live the rest of your life in peace. Probably the only way he can really go out, live the rest of his life in peace. Because, be honest about it, I'm saying that a lot. He hurt a lot of people, including his family. His friend, the mayor. A whole police department, which has had a lot of struggles since he got arrested. pled guilty, went to jail for. And another thing that we'll talk about in a few minutes. So, he should just lay back, relax. When your time is up. Do us all the favor. Think about what you have done. And think about what the city is going through now. It's not pleasant what they're going through. They're going through a lot. It's going to take real leadership to get us out of it. Now, I'm going to say this. Rebecca Garcia, acting chief on that side of the turf. When is the city of Bridgeport going to hire an actual police chief? Nobody knows. They should after what's happened recently. Somebody has to step up and say, I want to be the chief. I know I've made some fun about it a little bit. But to be honest about it, now it's time to hire a new police chief. Get away from the stain. Get away from all that. Just hire a new police chief. Please hire a new chief. Six months ago, just hire a new chief, please. The department needs leadership. They need a leader A leader of men and women that's what the department needs they need it like right now because it's not gonna get better anytime soon it won't so we need new leadership in the city of bridgeport police department like do it now do it now back after this
2: how do i see So oh. And I'll do
0: Yes, it is hard to say goodbye, which leads me up to my Sunday. I went and saw Lawrence Smith Fields rally. That rally took place um, at several places. It started in the police department, Congress Street. Then it went to the um, steps of the on Broad Street, Then it ended up to Margaret Morton City Hall Center. The thing I found astounding about it is on that day was supposed to be her 24th birthday. She was supposed to be celebrating it. She's not. And I brought up the police chief situation because the police chief and the police department handled this situation like it was a shit show. They really did. And the reason why I say that is because how can you not let families not be notified upon a person's passing away? How? That's like, you know, the most important thing that a family could A, want to know about and B, B, they dread hearing. They don't want to hear about their one being told that they're passed on. They don't. But the way the police department handled it, they handled it like a shit show. And they should totally be ashamed of themselves for doing that. You know, I estimated about 300 people showing up to that rally. It may be more. I also saw the father of Nair Nixon. And when I saw him, everybody knows what happened to him. And he said he got the same treatment from the police department. I mean, what the fuck, guys? I've been your backer. I've been backing you. I had your back on a lot of issues. But on this, treating murder victims like shit? Really? You can't treat them like that. You can't. You just can't. I, I guess sensitivity training went out the window. I mean, how in the world can you get away with treating people like that? And we're blue. We're a badge represent the city of Bridgeport protect and serve how you know this now puts more of a spotlight on the city and I tell you why whether and how this case goes because the autopsy report she died of an acute overdose meaning mixed zero uh, fentanyl other drugs alcohol all that stuff this is going to lay a spotlight on the city not a good spotlight to have when you're told by not only people, family, family of murder victims who have had their cases still open and pending that you treated them like shit. Can't do that. That's a no-no. Hell, they may be actors, but the characters they play, they treated people a lot better than that. And you're human beings and you treat other human beings like that. should be ashamed of yourselves. You're police officers. Gotta have a little respect and dignity for the people who you represent. You don't do that. You don't treat people like that. That's simply unacceptable. Now, the coroner's report said that the it was released, the autopsy report, said it was an accident. Well, okay, if if it's an accident, then let the police investigate. Now they can see that they can go from A, B, C to D. The families have filed a lawsuit because the cops... By the way, a couple of them are being investigated by the Internal Affairs Unit. Treated them like shit. And you deserve to get sued. Like I said, I've been your backer. I can't back you anymore with this thing like that. It can't be. You gotta treat people with dignity and respect. Which you didn't do. You didn't do that. That's why 300 people showed up at a protest. That went from the police department to City Hall got to treat people better than that because you're not going to get any respect anymore two police officers were killed in new york well not two i beg your pardon let me correct that two police officers were shot one was killed they got more respect than that than you gave the people who you should have told that lauren smith fields has passed away should be ashamed of yourselves Old department should be. The mayor should be. He came out and said he wants an investigation. Fine. Tell them to conduct an investigation and tell them why did the cops treat that family, the Smith Fields family, like shit. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. I'll see you for my next podcast. I'm Carlos Ortega and a guy who played a cop on TV who treated people with a little more respect and dignity will take us out of here. Telly Savalas, please do us the honors.
3: on the ground but it's a show on the fire there there'll be someone to jive you and try to keep bringing you down now for a while you might take that abuse and convince yourself to stay loose and then one day he'll throw you away and say you're good for nobody's you. But then I'll come your way, turn your blackest night into day. When you're needing me cause 'cause I'm not too bad. I'm gonna look at you and I'm gonna say, Who loves you, baby? baby? By now you ought to know. Well, I can't always let it show. By now you really ought to know. There's one thing I don't want to blow Baby, baby, won't you tell me Tell me what I want to know Baby, baby, won't you tell me Tell me what I want to know If you wake up one day feeling ugly Making your 10 or 12 pounds of weight but just know I don't care if there's great, yeah. If there's hair at all, I think that's just great. Not this carnival life that we're riding. Gives no other the room to not hiding. So I don't wanna hear that you turned a deaf ear. Yeah. To my words and started backslid oh, Cause then I'll come your way And Turn your blackest night into day When you're needing it bad, cause a rough time's too bad. I'm gonna look straight, I need it, and I'm gonna say who loves you, baby? Loves you, baby? By now you ought to know you, This is one thing I don't wanna blow Baby, hey, baby, won't you tell me, tell me what I wanna know Baby, hey, baby, won't you tell me, tell me what I wanna know Baby, baby, won't you tell me, who loves you, baby, tell me what I wanna know I'm the one